don't want to miss this It's quite a work of art You'll laugh and cry through the lows and highs Unless it all falls apart Hey, pay attention! The show's about to start! Just sit back and relax And oh, watch this part Hello and welcome to Watch This Part, a TV and film podcast. I'm Hector. And I'm Kyle. And this is Watch This Part. So, um... I, I'm sorry, I said my I said my own name, like, really douchely just now. I'm Kyle. <laughs> I'm just... Nobody I'm cares. Kyle. Nobody cares if you come up as a douche or not. Leave all of this in. <laughs> but I'm Kyle. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm gonna leave it in. So okay. people will know how much of a douche you are. Okay, good. Um, good. But no, 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 no. So, um... So th- this is uh, this is just a podcast where we uh, we talk about uh, movies and TV, uh, mostly film. Um, but uh, so if you missed the last episode, um, we recommended movies to each other and we had each other watch those movies, mm-hmm. and then we had our critiques or what we thought about it afterwards. And uh, I think it's really so. Kyle and I are both cinephiles, and um, there's a lot of movies that we haven't seen though. That yeah. the other one is like, yo, like, why haven't you seen this yet? Like, this exactly. Is but like, I feel like that's like every group of friends, like, you haven't seen this movie, like, why? Like, so that's just what we've been doing for the for the you know past two episodes, and uh, yeah, you know, it's a it's a fun way for us to fill, fill in each other's blind spots a little bit. There you go. Yeah, that's that's per- that's a perfect way of putting it. So last episode, I had you watch Chasing Amy, and you had me watch The Royal Tenenbaums. Um, the reason being is because we we came up with like a little theme for last episode and it was uh real life brothers on screen that's is that right yep was that correct? Uh, we I, I retrofitted that into um being the theme of the episode right so um we did the same thing this episode but what was tell them the theme kyle what was the theme for this show um th- uh, this one was also um very loosely done uh but um Hector had me watch Rear Window, and I took that and was like, mm, "What's something I could come that's thematically kind of similar?" And Rear Window Ooh, thematically, I'll... that's an SAT word. Ooh, theme, themes. <laughs> um, and uh, I was like, "Oh well, Rear Window takes place in a house or, or an apartment, so um, uh, uh, Parasite that takes place in a house." Uh, and I had never seen Parasite, which is. Yeah, he'd never seen Parasite. You know what? Yeah, dummy. It's a, it's a, it's a thin excuse, but we're here. We're gonna be a little more tight on the thematic choices yes. going forward. But you know what? We're just having fun here. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and start off with Rear Window because, uh, because of the theme that we picked. When I saw Parasite, I got Rear Window vibes, and I was just like, you know, like, ah, it's just like, like. Ah, okay, I'm gonna Did talk you, about it. I wanna we're, talk we're gonna about get to it Parasite. so yes, we're, we're gonna, gonna get to, to Parasite. But like let's talk about Rear Window. I had you see Rear Window, yes. which is directed uh, by Alfred Hitchcock. Nineteen fifty four. My right? favorite Hitchcock movie. I, uh, yes, I believe so. Okay. Um starring James Stewart. James Stewart, oh Jimmy. yeah. Jimmy Stewart and the wonderful, beautiful Grace Kelly. And uh, so I, I would just briefly, I would like to say that I've had a, a, a long storied history with Rear Window, even though I've never seen it, mm. just in the fact that uh, my mom has been trying to get me to watch it for my entire life, pretty much. Smart woman. <laughs> and I've had it on DVD, and I've had it on Blu-ray, and I've had it on 4K. What? Recent, oh, oh, I just bought it on 4K. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But you had never seen it. And I, I had this, and I just, I because I, I'm, I'm an idiot, and I, I just nah. never watched it. And just ignorant, you ignorant. I'm ignorant. That's... <laughs> And um, 
So yeah, I, I got anyways, I, I took this excuse to buy the new Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock 4K collection and I've I've been watching through those and I saw saw rear window and hey, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um I mean, first of all, what an awesome movie. Uh so happy I watched it. I mean really a masterpiece. But I I mean it's one of those movies that just within a minute, like fully has you invested. I mean because like I just, I, I love the opening shot. Like it starts and it just does like a sort of swivel around to show you everything in the courtyard and all the buildings and you can sort of see pe what people are doing. And then it goes into Jimmy Stewart's apartment and you're just like, okay, there's a broken leg. First thing you see and you're like, oh, wow, he's in the chair. And you're like, oh, what happened there? Goes across the room, you see a broken camera goes up like you camera pans up a little bit and you just see the the, the huge picture of the race car coming right the at crash, the camera right? yeah. and you just get everything within the first 30 seconds you're just like i understand everything that happened why he's here it's <laughs> what it's happened? just visual storytelling it's just it's just yeah. perfect yeah yeah it's it, it definitely is literally a master class of just that visual storytelling and just how uh, so much exp expedition in like okay. exposition Ex what did I say expedition. expedition oh my god so much exposition in like a few <laughs> moments of time it's just like it kind of like just makes me think about it. like some, like the rise of Skywalker how we had so much exposition did you just compare the well, rear window to the rise the of reason, Skywalker the reason is, no, <laughs> the reason why is because like we get something like the rise of skywalker which like takes the whole movie is like exposition or like yeah, in this yeah. one scene yeah there's I, so much compare that 30 seconds of just following following his leg to and like seeing the first the, the camera hour seeing, of rise of skywalker and and to go somehow palpatine came back <laughs> the dead speak <laughs> the dead speak <laughs> oh, God. sorry okay this is not a rise of skywalker uh podcast no uh, although it will be with someday. That's, that's later. Um, but <laughs> Coming yeah, man. soon. Yeah, no, 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 no. So, like, I mean, like, yeah, so so his leg is broken. He's a photographer. He broke his leg. Um, you know, he broke his leg yeah. while, while he was taking pictures at the racetrack. And uh, now he's in a wheelchair looking out the window. And I will not be doing any Jimmy Stewart impressions. Oh, come on. <laughs> but that was excellent, yeah, I thanks. must say. Through the, through the course of the beginning of the film, you sort of get an idea of all of the all of the different neighbors and where they're located in their own apartment buildings. And you start to see, uh, what, what are they named? Mrs. Torso and, uh, that's what her name is. Yeah. I, I forget all the names. I should, I should have wrote, written these down, but you get, you get all that. And then, um, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's so beautiful. I know it's a set and it's just like, I could see this being a Broadway, play like, like adaptation yeah, yeah yeah like because it's so it's so like it's so segmented like you could see it all being just on a stage and you see it presented out before you which is of course the point i mean the, the whole the whole area is is his play it's right. what he's watching and uh well i mean i'm assuming that most people like know rear window it's like you know kind of the most one of the most famous movies ever made which Kyle had never seen. Which I had never seen because uh, I'm a I'm a shameful, shameful little boy, and <laughs> both of these movies are so 
perfect in uh, like in in their timing they're yeah. so efficient and just working their way through the story i mean yeah. there's no fat in these movies you're just going from scene to scene and e like everything is necessary everything is building towards something yeah. everything is you figuring out what a character is about i and, agree i um, highly agree and man it's it's funny like i i'm i'm guilty of this some people don't like watching old movies because like oh it's old and it's boring but like, man, it's so engaging. It's so engaging right off the bat. And uh, when when his nurse comes in, who plays the nurse? I, I don't remember. Okay, I, let me. I'm gonna have to look up IMDb for this. So yeah, I, I should have written these down, but I didn't because uh, I didn't do my homework this time. <laughs> um, and like, and she, they're just having a conversation about his love life <clears throat> and how he doesn't want to get hitched to this like beautiful woman that we meet later in the movie, who's like the most beautiful person that's ever been in film. <laughs> Uh, and he doesn't want to. I mean, it's it's that classic. He don't want to commit because. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's kind of aging, isn't he? Like, why you would think that he would like be ready to settle down? He's like what? He he looks like fifty years old. I'm this, sure he is. I, I don't in this, know. In this movie, so. Oh my um, gosh! But I thought that was like you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> my my jaws. Man, I tell you, when I get excited, my jaw just starts going. I, I I told Hector this would be a problem that whenever I get excited, my my jaw just starts like uh like trembling, like when you're really cold. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Let's well, when I get now. excited, I sweat. Like <laughs> so you, I would rather have that any day. So. Well, that's why Hector has a bucket under his chair. Yes. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So over the course of the movie, you're sort of just introduced to. I mean, you really get to know every single person like even though you don't hear dialogue from most of them because they're you know in a building across the street you sort of get you really get everybody's character i mean this is the greatest movie that i can think of that's just visual storytelling to to the max yeah. like turned up to 11 i want to talk about it a little bit about um how like it, that's not true how, silent how, films how, exist but the what? i said that's not true silent films exist oh so God, but yeah. like but anyways <clears throat> just like throw buster keaton Buster Keaton bus. should have been in this movie. He should have been doing like, he should have been like in the background on like he, where the streets. They at? should have just cut in like the little the the roller rink skating thing, and he's just on top of the building. <laughs> did you okay? Did you see the thing in the, this movie? And I didn't notice this until I listened to the commentary, and it was pointed out to me that there's like, at the very beginning of the movie, there's a there's a couple of women sunbathing on the roof. Okay. And a helicopter like comes in and like hovers over them, like it's like looking at the two girls, and then flies away. No. They pointed this out in the commentary. I was like, "Is and that's that?" In the I was film. like, "Is yeah, that that's in the film. It's like in the first. It's in the very, very beginning." Oh, I have to watch. I gotta rewatch. And I was this. like, "Wait, is like, is that true? Like, what the heck?" Anyways, I just that's thought that was funny. funny. Um, I want to talk about um how engaging this movie is because I know you said that already, but it really it the thing why the it's not like Porky Pig. <laughs> the reason why this movie is my favorite Hitchcock movie is because a lot of people like Psycho, right? Which is which is great. It's like a master of suspense. You know, he, that's why Hitchcock is the master of suspense. But the thing that makes this movie my favorite Hitchcock movie is because it holds up. Like, the tenseness, the engaging... Like, where, where you watch Psycho, a lot of it has lost its, like... There is still some of that thrill, especially mm -hmm. at the end. Oh my god! But like, the, throughout this, throughout the whole movie, Psycho kind of loses some of its like charm. Mm -hmm. um, and whereas this one, it's like I had people who hate movies, who hate old movies, 
like watch it and they were like glued yeah. their eyes were glued to the screen and they were like <gasps> like they were oh man it got them so. and, I, and i will say with psycho like i i feel like i mean psycho was amazing as well obviously yeah. but like um part of what makes psycho so famous is for how revolutionary it was at the time and like killing out i mean spoilers but killing off the main character after like 30 minutes of the movie and like whoops um but like that was revolutionary for the time but now it's like you know you know there's a serial killer movie every every week um but rear window is just so i mean it's it just completely speaks for itself it's it's so it's 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 magical yeah I want to go to Disney. Can they have like a rear window world at Disney World where it's just like it's just that apartment it's complex? It's just you looking out the window. Yeah, you just like go to a window and you're like, "All right, I guess I'm a peeping tom now." <laughs> uh, this doesn't seem appropriate for Disney World. <laughs> it's a peep world after all. <laughs> I don't know if I need to get in the plot at all, but it would be nice. I guess I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do that. So, um, you know, like he's short, like, he's he's bored out of his mind. He's been in this chair for six weeks, I think, is what it was, or. And he's got a week to go, and uh, the one thing that he does that he, that he can sort of fill the time with is just spy on his neighbors. And he's gotten to know them very well. He's got like names for all of them. Um, does he, or is that just something that's? Uh, I think I, there was Miss Lonely Hearts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He does. Okay. But I think Mrs. Torso. I think that's her name, right? Yeah, that's definitely what they call her. At least I don't remember if he says that or if that was just in the commentary, but. Um, regardless, uh, and we're getting to know these people, and, you know, a little, there's, like, a newlywed couple, and there's Miss Lonely Heart, who's uh, having lots of trouble with love, and, and then we got, like, the, the, the middle, the middle, uh, what do you call it, like, the middle section of them with the, with the husband and wife. Right. The wife's bedridden, and the husband is a salesman or something. <laughs> uh, he, uh... I just kind of like it, like, they're characters like in this film as well so like you get to see over the course of like each day each week right mm -hmm. um they grow as well like you know the new yeah they all they all sort of have their own story their arcs. own story and you you get to you get a glimpse of that every other day like, mm -hmm. when you look when you're looking out of this window and we should we should point out that it's hot as heck yes it is in the summertime and that's why he has the window everybody has their windows out mm -hmm. and open um, so you can see in each other's apartment. So, because it's hot, it's hot. It's in the middle of summer. You know, back in the old times when they didn't have, you know, air conditioning, they didn't have, you know, when they didn't have central heat and air. You know, they just had a frigid air. That rhymed. There you go. <laughs> but that's why they have all the windows open because it's so hot. Yeah. Um, but you get to see these people grow. You get to see them like, you know. Um, and then something happens, obviously. Well, so, something a little fishy yeah. is going on. So it's the middle of the night, and we hear a scream. Like a woman's scream. And he wakes up, you look around, and it's... Takes stock of the entire apartment complex area. area. What would you call that? Perimeter. The perimeter. Doesn't really see anything. He goes but, back to sleep. Yeah. That's, that's and, where it gets really good, and yeah. yeah. He just starts, uh, I mean, uh, I don't think we need to spoil or anything, but, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> well, we can. It was a spoil spoiler 60-year-old movie these, or whatever. Yeah, so. um, okay, we're just, I mean, but yeah, so what, what, is the, what is the guy's name, the, the killer's name? Thorwald. 
Thorwald. Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Thorwald. And um, anyway, so he just starts saying things that are that are suspicious, and you know, it's probably just your imagination, probably just my imagination. But but what if could something bad have really happened? I don't know. Um, we just see how you know Thorwald's wife isn't there anymore. Yeah, his bedridden wife who can't leave the bed because she's bedridden is mm. no longer there and he's packing he's packing boxes he, he, and he leaves the house at like three in the morning wee hours of the morning he and then comes back leaves again always with a case in hand something's fishy going on and something some, clearly some fishy tools is going on like a saw yeah and uh, i think we see some rope you know, at some of, point a couple of things um and, you know, and uh, meanwhile, I mean, all these things are going on. Um, and then in Jimmy Stewart has his own sort of like his own world. That's, uh, you know, his girlfriend is coming to visit him. His nurse is coming. His boss is calling him. And, you know, his nurse and, and what's her name? Uh, Anne Margaret? Anne Margaret? Did I just make that name up out of nowhere? Probably. Um, his nurse? No, the, his girlfriend. Oh, his, his girlfriend is uh, Lisa. Lisa, okay. Lisa Fremont. So, and Lisa, and they're just like, dude, stop being a creeper. <laughs> they're basically like, dude, you're being kind of creepy right now, and it's not healthy, most likely. Uh, but he can't help it, and, and now he's seen something that, something really is going on, and now he needs to get to the bottom of it. And, and we just go on this journey with them, uh, and eventually, I mean, he eventually ends up bringing in, bringing in Lisa, bringing in the nurse, and they and get on board with it. they're all convinced that, yeah, yeah they're all like, of them are convinced. They're like, they're like, oh crap, this is happening, and they all want to help this get to the bottom of this. This guy might have killed his wife, you know, like. And, uh, we get to the point where, where those two are sort of going out and, uh. and... Like, they're doing all the action. They're the ones that are breaking in. And His fiance, there's a point where his fiance goes across the freaking street to their apartment. And then she gets caught. It's, it's, and, you're just like, ah. <laughs> and there's nothing he can do because he's like, his legs, his leg is broken. And like, there's nobody he can his call. Leg is broken. She's breaking the law. She's the only one that's actually breaking the law in that scenario. And just. Um, there's so many, and while all of this is happening, there's so many of those like gut wrenching, like heart pounding moments, mm -hmm. like that's happening through all of this because they're finding new evidence. Um, there's, you know, they they do all, the, they're just making all these discoveries, and it's just like, <gasps> like all, one and then after another. all this stuff is happening, and then at the same time, Miss Lonely Heart is having her own little thing where she's right. possibly committing suicide oh, with the pills, right. and then you're like, oh my god, you actually need to call the cops on on on, on for, her, for her, save her life. But oh no, this other thing is happening, and and he gets distracted, and like, it's just. A roller coaster. It, it is a roller coaster, and um, and, and it just it, you you just never stop. I mean, there there are like some quiet parts where where he's falling asleep in between happenings and goings on, but you're really like when those happen, you're just like, like come on, I gotta know, like where where did where did Thorwald go? Like where is he right now? What is he doing? Man, and he's he's got such a great look for for somebody who spends like the entire movie like. A hundred feet away from the camera, or however, however far. So I'm not, menacing, and I'm like... not good. With, yeah, he's so menacing. Like the the 
when it's just like the completely dark room and you just see like the cigarette lighting up. His smoke, yeah, he's just smoking. It's so, it's so like you can feel the, the like pressure, like like you can feel almost feel his eyes on you, even though he doesn't like notice James Stewart until seventy five percent of the way through the movie or whatever. Like you you can just feel that presence like yeah. coming in and just like invading his own space. And and yeah. and then of course when he finds out and he's coming up the stairs he comes over to the building he's coming up the stairs oh man oh man and then you know of course it's a hitchcock movie and so they they have like some wild like camera effect so like when he walks in and he's actually this this is the this is the one part of the movie that's like maybe unintentionally hilarious where he where thorwald comes into his apartment and to slow him down jimmy stewart keeps doing the flash from the camera on him and it has this really cool effect where like it turns like all orange and then it like sort of burns out right but it's so funny because he does it like five times in a row literally i think it's like four times in a row literally and he just goes and and thorwald does the same exact expression every single time where he just goes ah and he sort of like raises his hands up to his eyes and then he stumbles backwards one step and then he starts walking. It's literally like a video game. Like, it's like a quick time event in Resident Evil. It kind of reminds me of, like, a, you know that Superman movie where, like, he throws the S emblem on that guy? He's like, aha! The, the family d- guy? Slowed you down, didn't it? Like, Oh, uh, wow. That was, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, take that. Take like, that, you jerk. Um, but, yeah, I, I think... Uh, that that has also aged not very I mean, well. And then when my favorite part of this movie though is just like the effects of him falling out the window. Oh I'm not, yeah, when I'm it's not like, gonna say who. I'm not gonna say who falls out the window, but like it is he, wild because it, it looks like he's falling so far, and then it's like. <laughs> and it, anyways, but um, I think I think the reason for them to like where he where he's stumbling like he's doing the flash like four times in a row. I think it's just that. Literally, Hitchcock loved the effect so much he wanted yeah. to put it in as much as possible, which is understandable. I get that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, but but what's so funny is that yeah, it's hilarious because the way that it looks and like oh, like I'm I'm just like stop, like you know, I, I'm halted for a second, but like I'm still coming for you. You still feel the tension. Oh yeah, and I mean like, he's terrifying. He's terrifying to look at. Yeah. He's like I don't want this person to be in my space. Yeah. <laughs> And, and that moment when he when he looks across the from his apartment oh and see they cat meet eyes like what a scare like that is one of the scariest things like true like like more horrifying than many horror films where it's just like that moment of oh god he knows who I am he knows where I am and <laughs> I'm in a situation where I can't move at all um seriously amazing movie i i mean uh spoilers for this episode three two one go i'm 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 gonna give both of these movies an a plus okay (laughs) i i would agree um Um, so what 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 did you what was your favorite part about rear window i my favorite part truly was just like i really loved the the play aspect like even like before before all the action and and like the story is happening, I really just like it when the camera moves around and you and you you get to see inside everybody's window and in that like you are Jimmy Stewart, you're peeping on all these people and you're you're the voyeur sort of checking in. Right. And it, it really does feel like a. I felt like I was on Broadway. I felt like I was seeing a really cool play with like you, you could see it like just like built up on the stage and have like little tiny apartments. But of course you can't do it because you can't have the scale that they have in this movie. I'm getting a little far away from the mic. My bad. No, you're good. Um, and it, it's it's incredible. I, I don't know if 
like that that's just my favorite part it's just like the moments where where it gets a little quiet and then you sort of check in on the whole ensemble you sort of do the the sweep and you get to see what everybody's doing even though some most of them don't have anything to do with the main story uh man oh yeah we didn't even talk about the part with the with the dog we didn't oh, talk about right. the dog i don't want to talk about that <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> like the one scene where they actually have like, where like the other residents actually have dialogue. Right. Oh, just to talk, I I love the I I want to talk about everybody. The the two people that live on the top floor that like sleep on their fire escape. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it starts, it starts raining, raining. Yeah. I, in the commentary track, there um, uh, they were talking about how uh, Hitchcock told one of them to drag the the mattress towards them, and the other one to drag it the other way, so that when they're doing it, they're like. <laughs> Oh, they're, like, yeah. they're just like trying to wrestle it away from each other and they're just standing there getting drenched in the rain the, uh, the fact that like the direction is so incredible because I don't know where Hitchcock was I'm guessing in the same room that Jimmy Stewart is in that, yeah. but he's directing these people from across the way mm -hmm. I mean it's, it's, it's crazy just, so it's just like talking on radios I guess I mean we didn't even talk about half there's like the music writer who's who's trying to come up with his one piece he's like uh he's like what's his name from rent oh yeah <laughs> dun, 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 dun. anyways uh but yeah and, and we got the hitchcock cameo of course oh, yeah, in the corner uh, he's like fixing the, the clock or something i thought he was on the street no he was he was in the the filmmaker's room and he's just like fiddling oh with that's his right clock. that's right um Wait, no, I could have sworn he was on the street, too. He might have been, might have been both. But he was definitely in, in the music dude's apartment. And he's like... Maybe, I'm going to have to recheck that. By the way, on. if you don't, if you don't know... Check the tapes. No, if you don't know, there's a... In every one of his films, he makes a cameo. Yeah. Um. So Hitchcock is, is in every single one of his films. Much like Stephen King. No, Stephen King. Well, Stephen King also does that. He, like... I mean, I mean yeah, not that he, he makes the movies, but he's just... With appears his, in with Stephen his rat King tail movies. and... <laughs> Speaking of what um, yeah, like the yeah, anyways. Well, I'm not talking about Stephen King right now. Um, that's good. Hector, any any last thoughts on on Rear Window? Yes, this is uh this movie is in my top five movies, favorite movies of all time. Um, I believe it's number four. Okay. Um, so it is really really up there, and I also give it an A plus. Um. I give it. This is like a hundred percent. Like I mean, yeah. This is this is a perfect film. Yeah. It, it, it just straight up is a perfect film. Yeah. The only thing is that that it, because it was so long ago, some of the effects do not hold up as well. But even even through that, it's so much more like tense yeah. than any mostly any of the movies I've ever seen. And like it's that that aspect of it holds up, and that's why I'm so impressed. And why I love this movie so much because it still gets your heart pounding mm -hmm. and like, oh my gosh, like, get away, like, or get up, like, you know, like, you, you, it, it, you, gets you. it makes you, you react. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, if I can talk about a little bit about the, the, like, release of the film and like the... Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I bought it on 4K and it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful release, first of all. I, I highly recommend it to anybody. Um, but um, they talked about in the, the commentary about how, how close this film and many Hitchcock films came to just, like completely degrading to the point that we might not even see it today like there are a whole like like uh like the, the yellow there's like a yellow i'm i don't know this stuff very well but there one of like an entire yellow uh like color filter 
completely degraded from the film. Like all, all the yellow color had been taken out of it. Like they had to do a lot of work to restore these films and and make them presentable again. And they and they did it again for the 4K to make it. I mean, it, it's 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 pretty astounding. I I I'd love to learn more about it. But it's I kind of want to see that 4K copy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, um, we'll, we'll have to. I'll have to have a screening at yes at my parents' house or at my house or something. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, imagine a, a world in which those things are lost to the sands of time. Like, yeah. and think about all the stuff that has been lost to the sands of time. It's, um, but luckily Hitchcock is you know the film, most famous filmmaker that it's ever made, and yeah. people take great care to restore those films Preserve and make them films, presentable yeah. and and as beautiful as they are. Um, just to talk about Hitchcock a little bit, I will say I you I, I don't know how many of his films you've seen. I know this oh, is I've your favorite. Oh, I've seen a lot. Yeah, I've seen very few. I I would say I think I've only seen this Psycho, and I recently watched uh, Vertigo after I watched Rear Window. And Vertigo is a weird film. Vertigo is super weird and trippy compared to compared to the other ones. <clears throat> um, but I mean, I mean, all three are just are incredible. I, I'm gonna I need to uh, go watch North by Northwest and The Birds, which are the other ones on the... Yeah, The Birds is one of my favorites. The ending is so, like, it, it just ends at a weird point to where, like, it makes you... The, I think the, a lot of the best films are, like, have the endings where, like, you don't know exactly what happened or you yeah. don't know where it goes from there because, like, you got to think about it. Kind of like Inception, you know? Like, mm -hmm. like something, something that gives you something to chew on after the right. movie is ended. It, and that's how The Birds ends and, like, that's the first time that I ever saw a movie that was like, oh my gosh, like, what now? Like, what? Like, what? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, that turns a lot of people off because they don't know, like... Yeah, some people know, like it, to have that spoon, it, fed, it goes, spoon fed to them. It kind of goes over their heads, yeah. yeah. But I think it's just brilliant. I think it really is. And uh, yeah. Hitchcock is one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. I, and, I can see and, why. Yeah. And yeah, I, I do need... Yeah, I need to I need to check out... Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, he's got, like, a million films. And... And he's always experimenting and doing and doing weird and cool stuff. I I need he's, to do. He's like I need the to innovative filmmaker. Like a lot of a lot of the films that we have today, like would not have happened if it wasn't for his experimentation, oh, yeah. and just like his movies in general, right? Like his taste and his suspense, which brings us to Parasite, uh, 2019's Parasite, yes. directed by Bong Joon Ho. What'd you call me? What? No, I'm just kidding. And uh, you know, best picture winner. Uh, did did. Rear window win awards like was is I don't that know a... I don't I, I'm let me would look you it. mind I, looking that up I have IMDb right I'm actually here. curious about that I I should have looked that up but anyways so, so Parasite best picture winner 2019 interestingly enough um uh, Bong Joon Ho is a humongous uh, Alfred Hitchcock fan I mean he he talked about in interviews and in the commentary for that that he that he's uh, very much so influenced by Alfred Hitchcock. I think in one at one point you even see like an Alfred Hitchcock like box set in the back of the Rich family's house. Really? Like yeah, just like on their like bookshelf in the back there. Oh, I gotta, I'm gonna have to look back. So, but this definitely gave like I can see it. It's got Hitchcock vibes. Yeah, it's got total Hitchcock vibes. Uh, 100%. So, um, Parasite. I almost don't even want to like. <sighs> Parasite is one of those movies that I went I went and saw it in the theater without knowing anything about it. I had seen the poster and nothing else. I just, I, I, I liked Bong Joon-ho because I, I had watched uh, The Host, which is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, and and uh, so I knew this was his movie, so I was like, so Parasite, maybe this is some kind of monster movie or, I don't know, let's go see yeah, it. Yeah, I, I had no idea what to expect. And what's kind of weird is that if, after knowing that it won Best Picture and that like, I had no idea 
what it None was of about. That had seeped into you. Yeah, yeah. So like, but I, they did a really good job, or people of not spoiling this movie. Yeah, yeah. He he can't. When it premiered at Con, he was like, please. He did like the whole like Avengers Endgame thing. He's like, please, everyone, don't spoil it. Whatever you do, don't spoil. It. That's also a Hitchcock thing. When Psycho came out, he was like, don't spoil Psycho, please. Like, it's so important for the cinematic experience that you do not spoil Psycho. Um. So, but this this one best picture, best director. Par- Parasite um, or Rear Window? Parasite, Parasite. Okay. Um, sadly, Rear Window did not win any Oscars. Wow. Um, Rude. It, it just got nominated for Best Cinematography, Best Director, Best Sound, uh, and Best Writing Screenplay. Um, it did win um, National Board of Review, uh, New York Film Critics Circle Award, Edgar Allan Poe Award, <laughs> um, National Film Preservation Board, and American Film Institute. It's ranked... Uh, in one of the the hundred most greatest movies of all time. Yeah, I feel like Rear Window is on like any any list that's like the best <clears throat> movies of all time, yeah. one hundred movies to watch before you die, whatever. Right. Like I feel like Rear Window is on every single one. Of I'm those. pretty sure it's on like IMDb's like yeah list it, of movies as well. But um, sadly, yeah, I just think it, it it's a very underrated movie. Not a lot of people remember it. I think because when I talk about it, they're like, "What? No, I've never seen it." Like, oh. I th- I feel like today. And this was true with me to a certain point. It's like Hitchcock is just psycho, and like yeah. the rest is just like or vertigo. People have heard or vert- of vertigo. Yeah, vertigo. Yeah, and like I, of course people have heard of Rear Window, but it's like I mean like the birds, vertigo, and all of yeah. I mean I don't know. This is probably like his fifth most famous movie or something. I don't know. But it's number one for me, baby. It's so. I I yeah. It's I mean it's 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 better than Psycho, and it's and it's. Thank you. I mean it's better than like. <laughs> I like Vertigo a lot. I mean, I, I like all of his movies. He's a, he's a master. Like, I don't I don't I, I don't want to rank these right now. Maybe one day we'll rank Hitch- every Hitchcock movie or something. Yeah, we'll break Kyle's heart in the process. Um, so <laughs> um, the, uh, Parasite. Okay, so again, I did not know what to expect, and I asked my I literally the the day before I saw the movie, I called my friend and I was like, so I have to watch this for the podcast, and she's like, oh, you've never seen it. I'm like, no, and I go, what what am I in for here? And she's like. Yeah, I can't give you anything at all. That, and I'm just like that makes me so happy because I, one of the things I was kicking myself about when we did our last record is like I really wanted to talk to you about like I, I wanted to know if you had seen it or if you'd seen a trailer, or I knew you hadn't seen it, but I wanted to know like if you knew anything about it because I didn't know anything about it when I saw it. And nah. I think that was the perfect way to see it. Yeah. Um. And so I'm so glad that you had that same experience. See, and that and now I'm kind of torn because like people who are listening to this for the first time, I know. It's like, okay, look, there's gonna be major spoilers. So if you want to hear about this, go watch that movie first and then come back and listen to this part. Yeah. But but I need to talk about like the plot of we're gonna this have, movie. we're gonna need to talk about so, this wild thing. But yes, go. Don't look up anything about it. Just watch it. If if you have if, just watch it. You 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 won't you won't regret it. So what's funny is that um, 2019 wasn't a great year for me, <laughs> in the fact that I did not go see a lot of movies at like in theaters. You didn't even see your yeah. Number see, one I'm gonna talk fam- about that. Stuff, <laughs> like it makes me so sad. So like a, there were a, a lot of my favorite movies in the past two years oh. were are from 2019. 2019 is such a good year it was for so good. Like. Uh, you know, Knives Out, Parasite, Little my women. favorite movie of all time. Little Women. Little Women is no, no, no. fucking rules. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, I know, but the thing is, like, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, no. I know Little Women is good, but the thing is, just like, it just like I forgot about that one. But yes, uh, but then my favorite movie of all time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, 
And I'm so mad I didn't get to see any of these in theaters. We're, we're gonna we're gonna see it. There's gonna be a, a, a screening of them. Now that theaters are opening back up, they're gonna they're gonna show Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. Don't worry. When it does, we're gonna go. Ah, for sure. Anyway, but this movie is so freaking good. This is this movie is literally like what when I finished it, I literally looked up, went into my phone and put it on my top favorite movies. Of really? All time. Yeah, like like I literally. Ah, I like, love that. This oh my god, so good. So, okay, didn't know what to expect. I thought when the only thing that I did know is that you said before about the themes of how like oh well this is about. A house. Yeah, you sort of knew that a house was involved. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, well, that, I guess. And then, and then of course, I've seen, like, previews, um, and then, like, which is, like, the rich people's house. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that must be the house. And But I didn't know anything. Oh, my God. I mean, okay. I don't know where to start. So, like. Okay, give us the, the basic outline. Okay, so th I'm going to read you the synopsis that it has, like, for Hulu and, like, you know. Uh, greed and class discrimination threatened the newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan, uh, or the Kim family. So basically, um, this, uh, this, the kid from the destitute family, um, gets hired to be a tutor for, um, the daughter of the rich family. Mm -hmm. And then basically through that him and his family hatch a plan to get jobs to all work for this rich family um and the people who are working currently for them they hatch a plan to get them fired yeah they're they're just you're out of here we're, yeah. we're taking so, over like they set up traps they set up like you know plots to like you it's know, almost like a heist movie in a way it like is. Some, some of the some of the ways they pull things off especially with like the, the final housekeeper the lady oh yeah and the, and the peach fuzz and everything <laughs> i mean so devious and like so like Cause like at the same, you're you're rooting for them, but you're like, what these horrible people? I know, like, yeah, like they're like like yeah. He, I mean, you love that. I mean, the 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 poor family, the the Kim family, yeah, the Kim, the Kim family. family. I mean, first of all, they're incredible. I, I just want to say right off the bat, Song Kang Ho is like one of my favorite actors of all time. He plays the dad of the. Of I the love poor family. the dad. He's my favorite. He's I, I I love him. Uh, I the host is one of my favorite movies, as I already said, and he's so freaking good in that I, I love that movie i think i i i, I would probably i, I i'm not gonna what's his this. name song kang ho or song kang ho if you want to say it like a white person oh, okay oh it's kang ho song yeah it's because yeah okay because it's confusing because it's they just do, like they like do. yeah like yao ming like it, it, the back of his jersey says yeah not ming so is it like because because their 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 quote-unquote first name is right. the 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 two like Bong Joon-ho is actually Joon-ho Bong, if you were to do it like in an uh, anglicized naming scheme. Oh, really? So, so Song Kang-ho would be how you would say it in in Korea, South Korea, but Kang Song-ho or Kang Ho Song. Kang Ho Song. Anyways, however, like I'm already confusing myself. Would be how yeah, you they say have it. Yeah, they haven't they haven't like right here. So yeah, like on IMDb, he's Song Kang-ho, and but like Song, I, I just say it. or anyways, I'm confusing myself again. <laughs> but um. It's the naming scheme. Well, one thing about this is that, like, um, it is in Korean. Mm -hmm. What are they, South Korean? South Korean. Um, and uh, which a lot of people get turned off immediately. Yeah, some people just don't want to read. But, like, and, like, that was kind of, at the beginning, I was kind of torn because, like, I felt like, 
Now look, I watch enough anime in my lifetime. I wa I always have the subtitles on yeah. with anything I you watch. You gotta watch. You gotta watch it subtitles. So because like I feel like I I and it, it makes me so it irks me still because like my anytime I watch something with my mom or like. Um, she hates subtitles. Oh, really? And so, like, I'm just like, no, like, you, you miss out, like, on what people say sometimes. Like, if yeah. you're not watching it in a theater, you know, if you're watching it at home, like, you miss out on Th things. This is also going to come up in our next episode, <laughs> um, by the way. Uh, oh, you'll see how. No. But um, that's actually going to be a little uh, uh, kind of fun, some fun business there. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, but, but at the beginning of this movie, like, I felt like it was going to take away because a lot of times I would my my eyes would be playing ping pong mm -hmm. with like okay like oh man like I really hope like I need to be paying attention so it made me like pay attention but then again after a while you get used to it um but so they they're trying to like get into this house and work for this rich family um and they do it in such devious ways and they're just very I I do like the again there's that love hate that 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 thing that you love, mm -hmm. you hate that you love them, but you love to hate them, right? Well, well, well that's yeah. well, yeah. So yeah. like, it's it's kind of like because they're doing all this like stuff that's like, I mean, you're, you're, so, it's so devious, you're torn. But at the same time, it's so the way they do things is so smart that you're like, hot damn, you, you gotta, like I I got yeah, you gotta give them a little applause. Them a little applause. I mean, the the sister, I, I I I don't I can't the only actor's name in this I know is Song Kang Ho, um, so I'm, I apologize because they're all wonderful and they're amazing. Like the whole cast, the, every from the little rules. kids to like the yeah. Um, the brother comes in. He's sort of like he gets in, but then the sister comes in and she brings it to a whole new level. She's like stone cold. She's she's playing the mom like a fiddle and like 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 taking control of the wild younger rich rich boy fa family. Uh, talking about these is going to be confusing. The the I'm just going to call it the poor family and the rich family. <clears throat> yeah. So the the, chi the the young son of the rich family um and she like immediately brings him under control and then she's and then it's so funny. Like I, this movie like Rear Window just just moves. It's so efficient like we start off. We see the we see the the Kim family, the poor family, in their house and their house. I mean, of course, it's total stark contrast to the the super nice and rich house that uh, uh, the Kim family has. Is That's that... the poor family. Oh, what's the, the, what's the Kim family? The Park Kim, the Park family. The Park okay. family is a rich family. The Kim family is a destitute poor family. And um, and and there, I mean, there's like it's so cluttered. They have to like climb on top of their toilet to get Wi-Fi. <laughs> To steal Wi-Fi from somebody else, like, they're like they're, oh, they're, they put a password on the Wi-Fi. We gotta find something else. They're like they're they're making money by like folding pizza boxes, yeah. and the entire family, like that's the the only income for the entire family is doing that. Can I t real quick aside for something that has nothing to do with anything that we're oh talking about God. today? Of course. I saw a I saw a special edition of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and uh, like on Blu-ray, it's like the 25th anniversary. And the box is like it's literally a pizza box, and it looks like and the you ones... oh, and the discs look like pizzas. <laughs> it is the coolest thing I've ever seen, and I want to find it. I'm sure it's, it costs like seven thousand dollars on eBay. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't cost seven thousand dollars, but it's probably hard to find. Anyways, right. I just had to point it. Like, well, I, the, the pizza boxes that they fold up kind of look like a yeah, yeah. So, um, but they have to make they have to make this money, um in this way and it's like it's not enough like you know mm -hmm. to uh, because you know they have to do so many boxes and some of them are not complete and then they dock their yeah, pay yeah they're 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 half-assed haphazard right. they dock their pay and they're just like ah oh. and so like when this opportunity comes along for him to well we have to mention the rock 
because because the 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 main character Dwayne Johnson the <laughs> the the main character's friend who is how he gets introduced to the to the rich people and right. becomes their tutor uh, comes over and he they bring him a I think it's a wealth rock is what it's called I think or a I or a luck rock I think it's a wealth rock and of course and and he's just like oh this this rock oh, it said it'll bring you great fortune and and of course right after they get this rock is when he gets the job to go work at this and which eventually brings in the whole family right. um but yeah this movie just moves i mean after the the one little meeting with with the with the poor son's friend and he gets in to start tutoring the family the same day that he that he starts tutoring he's already like how do i get my sister in here and he's just like as he's leaving he's like oh you know what i do know somebody that could that could tutor your son and like right on the bat, right off the bat, comes up with the story of Jessica mm-hmm. Illinois, Chicago. What was, it? was Jessica only child Illinois Chicago? <laughs> yeah, like when they're they're going, they're going <laughs> is, over the plan with the fingers. That is my favorite part of the movie. It was when she goes, goes, wait, like he's about to ring the doorbell. She just goes, hold on, Jessica only child <laughs> Illinois Chicago. Na 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 na. <laughs> and like, it's so it's so weird and so funny. That is what I love about Bong Joon Ho is he's like he's so good at like all these different tones. I mean, we're going to get into it later, but I mean, this this movie is super funny, but it also gets super, super dark. dark. It, it gets weird. It's there are there are shots in this movie that are the most terrifying things I've ever seen like in a movie. Like like ho- shots that are more horrifying than things you watch in horror movies. Right. For me, one of those things was when the the toilets like when the when they get flooded, and the toilet's just like splo- like splooging like feces all over the place. It's just like they're just wading through brown water. And she's just like sitting on it while it's like going off, and she's just smoking a cigarette. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's, so let's, 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 I want to stay in order because I want I, I have okay. it in my head, and there are things that I want to talk about. Like so all along so the way. so they they bring in the sister right. So now the 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 son of and the the daughter of the poor family is working there. So then the sister recommends their dad on the first on the first night again. She's there and she already comes up with the scheme where she places she takes off her panties mm-hmm. in the car and leaves them for the rich dad to find, thus bringing about the the firing of their driver right. and bringing so in their father. Their father, who does who is now gets hired as a driver. Um, and then they find out that their their housekeeper is allergic to peaches. Mm-hmm. So they they I like how they cut off like the fuzz. Yeah, they get yeah the like peach. a like a razor and just I want to do that kind of. I'm just like is that like I've never thought about like shaving a peach. And they put it into a tube and they like they like spray it on her back or like her, the yeah back it's of her head. it's it's seriously like a Mission Impossible thing where they're just like whoosh, where you like they, put like, the poison in the drink yes. like so they they do that and so like they they make up this whole thing where it's like oh. She has TB and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, the dad has a picture of her at the hospital, and then they put, like, hot sauce in the napkin, so it oh looks like she's God. coughing blood into her napkin. And all of this is in the first, like, I think this that's all the first hour, is the, yeah. the family taking over. Uh, they, they're, they're a parasite, and they're, they're parasiting. I don't know. I was wondering why it was called Parasite instead of Parasites. Well, I mean, and who is the real parasite? Right, right. So, like, I was, I was like... I had, I had to wait for it, um, but anyway. So like, I'm going. Who, my who mind is, is the going, titular parasite? Well, <laughs> oh my god. So we'll get to that. So 
you know, they're they're doing all this stuff. So they all get hired. The mom gets hired as the new housekeeper. So now they're all working for all the poor families working for the rich family. And and they've conned the rich family. They, the rich family doesn't know that they're a family at all. And that they're related. They just think that they're they're four random people. That and then there's hired. a little there's little close calls where like the kid from the rich family's like, oh, you guys smell, smell the, the same. same. Yeah. But the, the, granted, this little kid is like eccentric, and he's like, you know, I probably is he's weird. Like on the spectrum, maybe. Yeah, or I he's like, I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't want to like make it, make he, it a thing. At, at the very least, he's he's very hyperactive, and he's right. like sort of in his own world. Right. Uh, but he's very observant. He's very, you know, he's very intelligent. He's very, you know. Yeah. It's actually, I, I just real briefly, I wanted to talk about the family, like the difference between the two families, because like uh, the poor family, the the Park family, is, uh, they're so close together. I mean, like w when we see them at the beginning of the movie, they're all sitting together at the table. They are, they all know each other's lives and they're work. they're working as a unit. And then the rich family is like, they're never together. They seemingly don't care about the daughter at all. They only care about the son. <laughs> and, like, um, it, it's very interesting to see that contrast uh, and and all that. Um, so, yeah, we got the the whole family here. And um, and then the, the Kim family wants Which is, yeah. the, rich, the rich family. The pa Park family. The park okay, I'm just going to call it the rich and poor. I'm the, sorry. I already said I would do this, but I'm really going to do it now because I'm just going to confuse myself. The rich family decides that uh, they're going to go camping because it's the it's going to be the the little boy's birthday. Right. So they're going to go camping and, and celebrate, and they're leaving the house. And then we get this sort of amazing sequence where the, the whole poor family gets to just chill at the, the rich house and just, like, take all of the benefits. They're, they're taking they're baths. They're eating all the food. Yeah, like they're 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 taking baths and watching TV at the they're same time. Drinking all the alcohol. They're they're just I mean they're just living it up at the, at this house, uh, which is when the movie really starts. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, this is where we get to. I mean, this movie goes so many different places. I'm sure. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you've already seen it. So, uh, so at this point, they're drunk and happy, and uh, they get a uh, the doorbell rings, and it's the the ex housekeeper, and she's just like. I, I tried something in the kitchen, yeah, like it's, basement. Uh, does she say what it is? I think it's just very vague. Yeah, she's just like, I left it there. Can I just come in and grab it? And so they're all like, uh... And yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah, like they don't really want to, but like, this is where the movie goes. This is off where the rails. I was like, what the heck? This is where shit gets real. <laughs> it hits the fan <laughs> at a hundred thousand miles per hour and. So okay, so so the housekeeper comes back and she's in the house. Meanwhile, the rich family—it's uh, raining, and so the rich family has decided they—they're just going to come back because there's no reason to camp uh, when it's downpouring rain. So now that we're we're well, not getting not, not getting. I guess they—that's not quite yet. Not quite, yet. Yeah. Okay. So, so go ahead. <clears throat> Man, it's going to be a freaking hell of a freaking edit. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> sorry. Okay, good. It's me too. Okay, so so she, they let her back in the house, and she she. Is going. She is. She knows exactly where she's going, but the poor family has no idea where she's going. She goes down to the basement below the kitchen, and starts pulling on like levers. And you're going starts like, like shoving at this huge like shelf. This she's, huge like, like kind of like china cabinet thing, or like like a. It's like a shelf, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's where they keep all of their like fermented plums. Right, right. So like, <laughs> and she's like, help me, like help me, like move this. So like, they end up helping her move it and 
to find a hidden door. And you, you along with the poor family, are just like in shock. Like, what the hell is going on here? She goes in, and it just leads into like there is a secret door this, in this house. But this like labyrinth, like it, it feels like it just keeps going and going, mm -hmm. like down the stairs. Like you're, and like the 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 mother of the poor family, like you you feel her because you're going down with her, and she's like, because you hear the ex housekeeper. Go, honey, honey, I'm here. Yeah, and and you, she's just going. To, you're totally with the mom, the the poor mom on this, and she, you're just like, what the hell is going on? You're, you're going down you're this going labyrinth. Down, yeah, you're going like down maze. into the abyss, basically. And and it turns out the the original housekeeper's husband is living down there, and not only is he living down there, he's been down there for four years. years. Yeah. You, At first, I thought that. They were holding him captive. Mm. That's what the first thing I, I thought... I mean, there's so many... Your mind is racing like, what the hell could... Like, what explains this? <laughs> because it, it's so wild. But it turns out the original architect, right? Yeah, the original architect. Of that wanted to keep... They had made this, like, little secret room and secret, um, you know, little apartment. Because there's, like, what? There's, like, a... There's like a toilet. There's like a mini fridge yeah, in there. Like yeah. there's the reason why is because like uh, for for shelter in case of you know emergencies or something like that. But he never told the people. Yeah, what's not on the blueprints or anything? The house because he what, what felt embarrassed. I think. That, I don't remember the exact reason. But they, he he wanted to hide it. So she but she worked for him, so they knew about it. So come to find out that she would come down and give him food, right? Mm -hmm. um, every now and then. And, and he's sort of like, he's not invalid exactly, but he's not like, he can't, he can't take care of himself very well. He can't walk very well. So he's right. sort of, he's sort of in care of this, of the, of the, of the housekeeper. Um, and they're, they're married. Um, and, and then it, it comes to light that like, he's got like the controls for the light switches on the staircase upstairs and he takes it upon himself to personally turn on the lights whenever somebody comes home. He he basically worships the dad of yeah. the rich family, where he's just like, Mr. Park! Uh, is it Park or Kim? It's Damn Mr. it! Park. It's Mr. Park. Park. Okay. Oh, you, Mr. You Park! Got, you got it right! <laughs> Mr. Like, Park. You, you provide me with a place to live. Yeah, he's like, pr he's like praying. He's like looking up to the sky and like... And... When does when does when does the when does the rich family call? So so what happens is you know, she thinks that it's just the mom of the poor family mm -hmm. there, but it comes up. But because so when right, they they're all... when they find out, they're all finding this out. So they're all like up, like on the stairs, and then they all fall. They're now fully aware of each other's so secrets now, at this point. Exactly. So they all come out. They're all they're all exposed, and um, so they threaten to like tell the rich family on each other. Mm -hmm. So like I think that the ex housekeeper takes a video of yeah, all she's of them got it on the phone. because they they call him like dad like he's like oh dad my foot and like oh like shut up don't call me dad like they don't know so now they're so they find out each other's secrets and they they're just trying to blackmail each other so they go up you know they go upstairs and you know they try to uh, I think they they take a hold of like the the ex housekeeper and her husband who's been living down there they try try to hold them for ransom. You know mm -hmm. the, the poor family, and threatened to send like a video of them. So like now they the powers yeah they're at, they're at each other's throats. They're the, threatening each other. The powers in their hands. So and then finally they slip up and they try to get a hold of the phone so that they won't send the video. And then finally you know they, you know the the, the poor family ends up winning. Um, and at that moment you know while they have them captured, 
the rich family calls. They call, and they're on their way home. They're eight they're minutes be, away. Yeah, they're eight minutes away. Start making Ramadan. <laughs> start, start making this food. So now <laughs> Do you what? know what Ramadan is? <laughs> what the heck is Which Ram I think, what, I, I totally had like this, th after I watched the Did movie. Did you look it up? Yeah, because it's it's not even called Ramadan. That's just something they made up to like sort of try to make it sense, make sense in translation because it's like uh, uh, udon noodles and ramen like oh, they sort okay. of tried to make it like a combination of those in real life it's called chapaghetti so uh, do that what you will but it's basically two different types of instant ramen that you put together and then add meat right and then, and then they add sirloin steak because they're extra like that yeah they're rich uh it actually looks really good in the it movie. does I'm look not good gonna lie. it makes me really I, but that looked really good really, really um, tasty. so like so while the mom is trying to of the poor family is trying to like make this ramdon or whatever right yeah the mom is trying to do this meanwhile like the, the whole the family's trying to is, clean like, up destroyed because they're like trying to get they've all been the drinking and, and they've the, been like ah oh. and uh, so did they do they they start fighting right before yeah before they, they, and so, so that everything's like in disarray right and broken glass and everything so they basically they just shove all of the glass and everything under the main table in the main dining room uh and then like who who hits the who hits so so they're they're fighting and they they, they try to put the ex-housekeeper and her husband back into the the abyss they try to lock them down there um which the dad ends up doing um but they <laughs> so they're they're trying to like well while the you know they're all trying to scramble clean up all the mess that they've made so they they, they tend to do that um but then, but then while the dad has the husband of the ex-housekeeper downstairs, there's just so much going on. So like, so much. Um, it's so hard to explain because all of this is happening simultaneously. So they come home, and like the the daughter hides under the table in the living room. Yeah, the, um, I think the whole family is under the table except yeah. for the mom, who's the, the, and the dad, and the dad. So and the, the what, what happens with the dad where he like. He knocks her down the stairs. So no, no, no. What happens is he ha he's 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 got the the oh my god. He's down in the basement. He's got the husband of the ex housekeeper, and he thinks the ex housekeeper is like out because like she's like, you know, she's tied up, and he ties both of them up. But right. He, but then she goes upstairs, and while she's going upstairs, uh, the you know this by this point the rich family is already back in the house. Mm -hmm. So she's about to come. She's out, about to come up. But then the mom of the of the poor family kicks her she kicks her and she just goes she falling falls down the stairs all the way down these labyrinthian stairs and just like the hits loud, her head hits, hits the, her head like sick crack like and you're like oh no and then they close the they close the bookshelf and they they or the shelf and hide the evidence and then of course the uh and like just by the skin of their teeth, with all three, with three of the or two of the family members, three of the family members hiding under the table. In the yeah, living so it room. gets it gets to the point where like you know the the dad comes out of the labyrinth and they then they all hide other than the mom under the table in the living room, and then the son of the rich family wants to camp out right where they're at, so like right right outside the, the living yeah. room, yeah. So like so we got the the son in the in the front lawn. Right in front of the where there's right in front of the living room, mm -hmm. the poor family is hiding underneath the table in the living room. Yeah, they're right and, in the middle. And then the rich family parents, the mom and the dad, they decide to sleep downstairs so on the couch so they can keep keep an eye on their son. Who so they're all in the living room, <laughs> and so like and they hear. I mean, we don't have to get into that, but like so the the mom and the dad of the rich family are like sleeping on the couch. 
having like moments. Well, they they have this whole. There, we're not. We didn't talk about the dialogue really. Um, there's a lot of interesting relationships between the Ford family and the Rich family, like sort of their dynamic between the the oh, worker right. and who they're working for. That's right. And so there's all these things about like like the rich dad is like, I hate people who cross the line, like. Um, that's what he wants of his subordinates is people who won't cross the line. And like the poor family dad almost goes across the line. Yeah, like he, something like that. And then and then like at, at a certain point, there's sort of he's there's talking smell. about he's talking about how he smells like subway people. That's how they all. Yeah, smell. and and like you can just see like how this is affecting uh, the dad, Song Kang Ho, and he's just like he's just like like you can just see the like the hurt in his face, but also just like the the hate kind of welling up and just like man fuck these people <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. and um and we, so i mean they're they're just trapped basically they're just trapped at uh, where they're listening to the inner thoughts of the rich family and having to sit there while while they're basically getting like trash talked um and and they just but and they're completely helpless. They they have no nothing to do except wait for them to fall asleep and sneak out in the middle of the night. When they do, they go back to what is it? Their apartment. Their okay, flat? so this is this is where. Okay, real quick. So this is the part where the of the movie and and, and it's so it's so cool. I it, it, it's again just great visual storytelling. So the family leaves except for the mom. Everybody except for the the poor mom, the poor family's mom. Cuz she's not the housekeeper. Cuz she's she's staying there. And and we get this sequence of of the rest of them going back to their house, which we haven't seen since the beginning of the movie. And and it's literally like their journey to go back to their own house is like they go down like 45 flights of stairs. Like it's literally just like a, a like a 2 minute montage of them walking down, like they're either walking downstairs through a subway they're basically just going down 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 and uh <laughs> and um and so yeah you you're just getting you just i mean it's just drilling into you like the the vast difference between the the this rich family and this poor family yeah and they're they're just going down they finally get to their house and it is it is like sixty percent submerged under dirty sewage water. This is this is the part of the this is the part of the movie that Hector was talking about earlier, where it's just, um, it's it's incredible. I mean, it's disgusting. But they're walking through the house. It's just it's just sewage. It's just sewage up to their chests. Uh, like the saddest image in the whole movie is like the is is the sister, like on top of the toilet as it's as it's spewing out shit, literally shit like in all directions and she's just on top of the toilet lid like mm. like just like bracing it like fully to... yeah fully like fully up upon it like the only way that she could get out of crap <laughs> and and she's just like smoking a cigarette and and it's just like completely destroyed around them they have to go to a mm. they they sort of end up taking whatever they can salvage the son gets his wealth rock the, that's the, the only rock. thing he he brings and you know that something is going to happen with that rock yeah I like the I like the line. Probably one of my favorite lines in this movie is when he's like, um, you know, they, because after they leave, right after they salvage what they can, because um, a, a lot of their community is flooded as well, right? Mm -hmm. So they go, they all seek shelter in this like huge gymnasium. Um, so they're now, you know, they, they've now I'm guessing taken showers and they've they've been provided with clothes, you know, um, so they're sleeping, and the dad tells them, you know what. 
why do you why are you clinging to that rock and the son says well it's more like the rock is clinging to me mm. and i'm just like oh man like he's gonna like he i already know that the son has ha- has a plan and uh that he's gonna he's gonna take it into his own hands I, you just don't know what he's gonna do, though. Mm-hmm. I just know it's something nefarious and something. Yeah, and th- and this movie really moves because, like, at this point, we're basically at the last sequence like of the film, the third act, right? Yeah, so... we're like we're, um, like so. The next day, they wake up, and the the rich mom wants to throw a a, a surprise birthday party for her son because their camping trip didn't go. The camping so trip well. didn't go so well, so they're they're gonna throw. She she's literally like she's putting together like an entire. It's like a wedding, almost. <laughs> like, the amount of work that an goes into it. An impromptu birthday. Yeah, it's an impromptu... You don't need to bring any presents. Um, and she, she she calls in the whole... the whole Like, she calls in the whole uh, poor family separately because, like, they're all... She just wants people there to, to be there for the son. Right. Um, so we get everybody back together at, at the house, and um, they're preparing for the for this birthday party. Like, the, the dad goes shopping with the mom. The, the poor dad goes shopping with the rich mom. Uh, it's well. so I don't want to we don't want to give every single thing away because um, there's a whole there's still a whole lot that we haven't even spoken uh, about yeah. but I think that's a good thing I think <laughs> it's a good thing so um, but come to find out so they think that they're like what are we going to do about the people in the basement still like um, we'll come to find out basically what happens is the husband of the ex-housekeeper um, how does he get out? Oh, the son of the poor family goes down because mm-hmm. he's gonna use the wealth rock to kill them both. Yeah, and and we have this whole there's this whole part of like the the architect guy that's under like he's bound and tied, so he's like smashing his face into the button that turns the lights on and off to try to like send Morse, Morse code, code messages to the son or to like anybody who's listening. Um, so yeah, he goes down and, and like, and he sees, is it the, is it the death? No, it's the, yeah, it's the son that goes down and he sees the, the woman's corpse. And, uh, and of course the, the architect is furious and what happened? What, how does he, uh. He like gets him with like a rope of some kind, like around the neck. Yeah, yeah. And then, so he, he basically apprehends the, the son, um. Oh my gosh! And so they have a they have a fight scene, and they try to scramble, and um, he because the son ended up dropping the the wealth rock that he was going to use to kill these people with. Um, so like they're fighting for it, and they finally you know the son gets gets away, and he starts running up the stairs, and the husband of the ex housekeeper who's already dead, the the house ex housekeeper is dead. Um, you know he's going you know after the son with the rock. Oh, that, that's, that part when he goes up the stairs with the rock and just, like, swings it down at the son's head. Yeah, so, so he's, he's, This movie is so brutal. He swings it down and he ends up hitting the son and the son is the, bleeding the, out. It's just pooling blood instantly. Like, And he does it a second time. Yeah, and, and just second hit and you're like, wow, that kid's dead. Yeah. <laughs> that looked real. Like, um, um, So then the he, gra- you know, the, he grabs... A knife from the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, he goes up to the kitchen, grabs a knife. Everybody's out in the lawn, like, for the birthday party. And he just he- headlines straight for... Is the poor the, daughter. The poor daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the housekeeper's next. And then... Ugh. Everybody is going all over the place. 
Yeah, but do we want to, like, not ruin, like, the final... I don't want to. So okay. just, like, there's... That's where we're going to leave you with, how the birthday party, everybody's just scrambling, and I don't want to ruin anything else. So, watch the movie. This has so it, many brutal moments. It has so... And there's so much. Ride. There's so much subplot that we didn't even talk about. So much. Because, like, there... This movie is chock full. It's like 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 every single scene has so much going on. I and would there's say so many that little this jokes is his, and yeah. This is basically what is the director's name? Bong Joon Ho. That I think this is his Holland opus. Like I really do think that this is like his masterpiece. Like, yeah, I I I, I I I will say I have like a, a I have a really soft spot for the host. I, I've seen I, the host. The host. Like, Rules so hard. I just watched it again. But I, I do think that this is his like. Yes, this ultimate. is this is his movie. Like this is yeah. This movie is is on another level. Like yeah. it, being objective. Like it, it is, and it's so it's so eclectic and just like again, it's so many tones where it's, it's it's one of the funniest movies and one of the like most heartbreaking movies. It it really and is one of the most like tense movies I've ever seen in I, a long time. I, I said that there was some shots that were scary. There's a there's a shot of of the oh. of the architect like coming, coming up, up the, the stairs, stairs and his ah. face is like nearly black and it is terror it his chills eyes. you to your core. It is so scary. Um, yeah, that that. Thank you for reminding me, cause like, it's insane. It, it, it oh. is. It's like a jump scare moment. Like you hear you hear like us saying things like. At the same time, because like it just sticks in your mind. Mm -hmm. Like this movie is literally one of the best movies I have seen in a long time. I would say, again, as as like a, a movie and the plot and everything, the, the way that it's structured, I think this movie is better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, but. Well, Once the, upon a the time, Academy certainly thinks right. so. Right, because the, because <laughs> it beat it out. Anyway, but uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is still, like, my favorite, mm -hmm. which is, like, but as far as, again, structure and, like, um, cinematography and just, like, the whole cast, mm -hmm. I think this Incredible. movie did deserve the best picture of 2019. It, it almost makes sure. me wish that there was, like, uh, an award for ensemble casts and, like, oh, this could have won. Oh, definitely, yeah. This could have beat Knives Out and won. Yeah, I think it's better than Knives Out. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I love Knives Out too. But <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I mean, this movie is—it's just—it's unique. I—I've never seen a movie like it. I don't know if I'll ever see a movie like it again. The ending got me too. Like I was, I was thinking it was gonna end one way, because it kind of has like two endings. Yeah, because it, it tricks you out. Like you don't know who like. Yeah, well, wait, wait, it's wild. Uh, we won't talk about it. But it's, it's wild to say the least. Go go watch this movie. It's got I a highly whole recommended. epilogue section. Yeah. Um. Man, I, I I mean I could continue talking about this for like another thirty. Like there's so like like the the when he when he's when the 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 poor son is first teaching the the rich daughter, and he's like taking her pulse. He, yeah, he's he's it's so ridiculous how he's just like I don't I don't give a crap about number thirty four. You're gonna take this test and you're gonna dominate it, and it's just like it's so ridiculous. Like he's just like he's just bsing, and the mom is so like. We didn't even talk about the the the, the rich the rich family is so stupid and the poor family is so smart like just in the way that they do things and like the poor family is so sly and like conniving and they're constantly plotting and like putting putting their stuff into and the rich family is just like like oh like uh, hmm do you, do you like they're just like oh yeah I mean you you seem like you know what you're doing like okay um they're just so easily like. I'm, yeah, I mean, they're like, and like, they're so in, like, the the rich dad is so in his own world. He doesn't 
really know what's going on with his own family or anything. I, 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 there's a million things to say about this movie, and I couldn't say them half as well as I'm sure other people could. And yeah. It's just, it's one of those movies you just, you just have to experience. What a film. Like, what a film. Like, mm. just to, like, I was so blown away by it. And um, my favorite thing about this movie would probably be the characters. Um, they're just all very likable. They're all very, you know very very interesting mm -hmm. and you're you're hooked like you 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 like you love them like you're like man this is they're so well developed and they're so good um the cinematography in this movie is fantastic um the sets the set like, oh yeah because he uh bong Jun ho completely designed the two houses like they're he he sketched them himself he like completely designed them uh, the way the windows are on both oh, houses. Yeah. And, I mean, the the rich house, it's so designed with, like, lines through the middle where, like... Oh, that's right. That divides them, yeah, right? Yeah, it's so... It's Did so, you see that? Yes, you saw that? Yes. Thing? So there was this thing where, like, because this is a rich family and a poor family, they, they showed this thing where, like, how the design of the house, in each shot, the rich family is divided. Like, is on one side and, like, the poor families on the other yeah. side it, it's it's actually really incredible I, even like story and characters aside even, <clears throat> even the production design is so good yeah. um but guess what once upon a time in hollywood won for the, uh, right, yeah. for set so ha which is which ha. is one of which is like the one <laughs> bong joon ho wanted production design like that's the one he wanted to win <laughs> but he won he just won best picture to, be, on, to ah. be honest <laughs> <laughs> and best director, and best director. <laughs> i i really do think that the best uh Production design should have gone to. Um, Once upon a time. Parasite. Oh, Parasite. Okay. Um, and I think that the. Uh, it's hard. They're no, both no. so. I, I would have been happy with best picture, Parasite, but best director, Tarantino. Mm -hmm. Tarantino's still got to win best director at some point. Yeah. And he only has one film left, according to him. Well, yeah. So. He says that he wants the. Ah, okay. But anyway, Parasite and Rear Window. These two movies just like they go together. It's like one is like Rear they Window really is like the granddaddy mm -hmm. for like Parasite. Like Parasite, uh, it's Rear, like it's Rear like, Window walked so Parasite could run. It's like Lupin like, and Lupin the Third. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I broke Hector. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, but yes, the, these these two movies they just they go well together i think if you're gonna have like a marathon back to back i think it would or be like a, double, a feature. double feature yeah. yeah absolutely i think i watch these like a day apart but yeah like to like there's a lot of thematic things like it i mean they're very different but um yeah like um you, you in just a lot see... of ways are the same you can see definitely how inspired uh, the director, what's his name? I forget. Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Jun you just call him Bong. Bong, Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Um, man, man, like I'm, I'm, like I'm speechless. Yeah. Like, re uh, how... real quick aside, uh, uh, sorry, I don't want to. Sidebar. Uh, uh, in the comments, I, I did, I did. Well, one, two things. One, I, I, because of the Criterion Collection, also has the black and white version. Of, they he did a black and white version of Parasite, of Parasite which I thought would be interesting because I was already watching Hitchcock movies and stuff, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it in black and white because I've already seen it. Did in you theaters. watch it in black? And white? I watched it in black and white. Yeah, I, I, I watched it in black and white, and then I watched it. Uh, I watched part of it with the commentary last night, uh, like the first hour or so, and I'd, I'd seen it in theaters, of course. Um, so the black and white, and it's so funny the black and white version um, because like it opens with a with a little um, like 
an intro from Bong Joon-ho, and he's basically, like, just talking about, like, yeah, you know, Hitchcock and all the greats, like, they had their black and white movies, and I just thought, what if I did that? And <laughs> Is he's he just, speaking and he's in like, English? No, he's not. He's okay. speaking, they're, they're translating for him, but he's just like, he's just like, yeah, I don't know, like, you can just do that with digital now, so I thought it'd be, like, fun to have a black and white thing. And he's, he's so nonchalant about it. I love Bong Joon-ho. He's so, he's so authentic, and, like, He's just very lovable. Like I would want to give him a big hug. Yeah, if I I, I've seen him like interviews of him, and like you just like what you want to be is like his friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, these two movies are really great. Um, thank you for recommending uh, thank it. Thank you because, for because finally I, making me watch Rear Window. I never, not that I never would have seen it, but like it would have taken me longer mm-hmm. to watch this movie with like my schedule and with like. Um, like I said, we we made this podcast for, as an excuse to just yes. like watch movies and talk about them. But I am really, I've been, this is a movie I've been wanting to see for a long time. Um, and I just never got around to it. And finally, well, I'm glad for that. I and watched I, and I'm glad. It and it's so good. I'm, again, I'm so happy you didn't know anything about it going yeah. into it. Uh, if I can make one before we, before we start wrapping up the episode and getting into the, the <laughs> end game here, I, I just want to do real quick aside because I love Song Kang Ho. Um, the movie, The Good, The Bad, and The Weird. Um, it's a it's a South Korean movie that's like a oh, it's like a spoof it's kind of like a spoof of like, like a of the good the bad thing? and the weird no no it's not like it's not, like kind of I guess it's it's super funny it's super good it's got the dad from Parasite in it playing the weird and it is it it's amazing like that like I just love Song Kang Ho so I just wanted to say like like this movie the host and the good the bad and the weird watch all of them they're all incredible like. 10 out of 10 movies. <laughs> like, it's a Bong Joon-ho movie? It, that, that one's not. Uh, oh. The host is um, The Good, The Bad, and The Weird. I don't know who directed it, but um, it's just, it's a movie I saw randomly one time, and it's I completely fell in love with it. I'm going to make you watch it someday. So yeah, for, but for anybody out there, it's on Hulu, mm-hmm. The Good, The Bad, and The Weird. Check it out. Yeah. All right, so uh, before we end our episode here... Um, uh, Hector has come up with a theme for our next episode, right. and what is that theme, Hector? So, the theme is of and relating to animals. Yes. So the movie that we pick for each other just has to have something to do with animals. Um, now, what is the movie that you have for me? All right. So uh, for you, Hector, I have selected a movie by one of my favorite filmmakers. Um, the movie is Princess Mononoke by. Oh. I'm so excited! Yes. This is a uh, by Hayao Miyazaki. Th- this is this is a what is it? A Studio Ghibli film? Yes. Is it not? Okay. Um. Yeah. So th- it's on HBO Max. Okay. You should be able to watch it on there. Sweet. Um. And what have you selected for me today? I have selected Mowgli. Mowgli. Directed by Andy Serkis. It is a Jungle Book. Rugger by Rugger. Ah, sorry. It is a Jungle Book adaptation uh, based on the book by Roger Kipling. But away from all that Disney stuff. Yeah, I, I, I've never seen it. Like, the last Jungle Book adaptation I saw was the original like Disney cartoon one from the 90s or whatever. You didn't see the John oh, Favreau one? not the 90s. What? The Wawa? You didn't see the no, John Favreau one? Heck no. Dude, the John Favreau one's actually pretty good. I, I, I probably should have. So, I, I didn't, so, the only live action Disney movies, like these re, re-releases I've seen, are The Lion King and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, the only one that is good uh, is The Jungle Book. And then from what I hear, the Cinderella movie. Yeah, Paul almost says but that. that that's, yeah, that's what my, my cousin <laughs> I don't know. That. Sorry, I don't know. I should so, just name drop randomly, but... <laughs> Who the hell? No, no, so... Um, but no, the, the Jungle Book, like the original 1960 version, um, 
Yeah, I don't know why I said the, that was the, the 90s the, version. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so that wasn't every idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched it in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. So the one that came out like a long time ago, the, the Disney one, um, the, the animated. It's the bare necessity. That oh, one. no, we got copyright stripped. That is my favorite Disney movie like ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so the reason, So why I like John Favreau, it's a big deal that I like John Favreau's live action adaptation. Because it's like, that movie's like, oh, it had a lot to, like, mm-hmm. you know. Live up to. But it was it was pretty good. Like, I like it. So I do did. you prefer this version to John Favreau's version, the Mowgli? I, in some ways I do, but some ways I like the other, the John Favreau adaptation. So All right, tell you what. The as, re- a little, the, the, as a little bonus, I'm okay. going to watch both of them before okay. next episode. The reason why I like Andy Serkis. By the way, if you don't know who Andy Serkis is, Andy Serkis is a guy who plays Gollum and Smeagol yeah, in, the, a, in the Lord a of the Rings movies. Mocap god, basically. Yeah, basically. Uh, and also, he played King Kong in Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yeah, he's in he the. He played the Rise the of the Planet and, of the Apes. Yeah. Caesar in those movies. Those movies rule, by the way. I haven't, I've never seen the. Oh, or, dang, I've yeah. never seen the original Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. But I love the new. That would have been a great one to like watch. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, it's not too late. <laughs> if you want to change it, you, you can change it. We can do Magli another time. Ah. Uh, you, you want to make me watch a Charlton Heston movie? That's who it is, right? Yeah. No. I'm sticking with Mowgli. All right. We're, we're going to get re- to Planet of the Apes one the day. The reason why I'm sticking with Mowgli is because I don't think a lot of people have seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. It was kind of like half and half with critics and, and viewers. Um, I thought it was really good. I give it like maybe like a B minus. Okay. Um, the spoiler. Like don't let that, what I think like ruin. Like I want to know what you think of it. Uh, Andy Serkis I think is very... Uh, I knew it was going to be darker, so there there is that. Um, there are some. You got to see it. I want to get your opinion on it. Absolutely. I really do. Well, we'll, we'll and get to that. Not a lot of people know it. So, Mowgli, directed by Andy Serkis, is that that's what you're going to watch? I'm going to watch. What is it called? Uh, Princess Mononoke by Hayao Miyazaki. Nice. And so, um, and this is the last, not the last, very last ever, but like this is the last uh, one that we'll do for a while, as far as like. The themes because i think the next episode we're, we're gonna be yeah I, talking about other things i, I did talk to paloma about her coming in to like for like a franchise talk of something like either harry oh, really? potter or mcu maybe oh, so, we, so we, we, we might be doing a franchise talk pretty soon here the next episode uh, so we'll, we'll see how which that i'm goes. excited for yeah so like again this will be like our first time away from like the stuff that we've been doing but all right so to end the show we always end the show with Kyle's movie fun fact of the day. So yes, and and this is a this is a this is a fact, and it is also fun. Um, Young Frankenstein oh. and Blazing Saddles were released in the same year. I knew that. Ten guess. months apart. 1974. Uh, shoot, I'd have to look it up, but I actually did that. Yeah, 1974. Yes, I know my which Mel is Brooks. Just, which is insane when you when you not only to I, because because sometimes you hear like, oh yeah, Jurassic like. Like Predator was released on the same day as as uh, as uh, I don't know I, I forget I <laughs> let me, wait scratch Predator was released released on the same day as RoboCop or whatever I don't know if they oh, were really? actually the same day but like oh. at the same release period but like this is two stone cold classic Mel Brooks movies coming out that close together I mean two movies with the same person in the same year is already insane but the two of his best movies also anyways. That's a little bit of a Mel fun Brooks fact. Brooks is a genius. Like, I don't worry, folks. Next time I'll have an even funner fact for you. I was like, fun fact. You're like, oh, it is fun. I think that's up to like the listeners whether or not it's <laughs> no, going to it, be fun. Mandatory fun. Okay. <laughs> All right, Stalin. So <laughs> it's time for Stalin's fun fact of the week. You will have fun. 
That was not Stalin at all, but that was, was, that like was much hit. more Hitler. <laughs> but And on that note, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> Join us next time where... I can't even see <laughs> Oh, Bye. gosh. <laughs>